welcome to the Become a Writer Today podcast with Brian Collins. Here you'll find practical advice and interviews for all kinds of writers. Hi there, my name is Brian Collins from becomearitertoday.com and in this podcast episode I want to talk to you a little bit about burnout. In fact, I want to talk about how you can stay focused and productive on your writing or on your creative projects without feeling like you want to give up. And to do that, I'm going to tell you a little bit about David Ogilvy. David Ogilvy was a man who knew a thing or two about accomplishments. The English man who's now deceased is known as the father of advertising. He founded one of the biggest creative agencies in the world, Ogilvy and Matha, and he spent 20 years working on campaigns for companies like Lever Brothers, General Foods and American Express. And he also wrote a number of books. In other words, this was a guy, this was a creative professional who was focused, productive and creative. He was kind of like a Don Draper from Mad Men. But yet, David never seemed to burn out. So what was the secret? And what else can you do to focus on your work without feeling like you're going to burn out or you want to stop? Take a trip to Puerto Rico or France, or Cancun, or Las Vegas, just go somewhere where you feel like you can unwind for a week or two. You see, David worked hard, but he always prioritised taking time off too. He enjoyed going on fine dining trips to France and to Puerto Rico with his, with his wife and his ex-wives, more on that in a moment. And he actually said, don't stay at home around the house. You need a change of scene. Broaden your horizons by going abroad. But don't travel so much that you come back cross and exhausted. Now, of course, going on holidays is practical for about three or four weeks of the year because you've got to work for the rest of the year. But you can still stay focused and productive for another 48 weeks without feeling like you're falling into a black hole of cynicism and despair. Break down difficult projects. When I think of writing a book, I bite my nails and I bang my head off the table and I moan, Why is creative work so difficult? And then I give up. But when I think about just writing a short article or a chapter or even recording a podcast episode like this, I just throw a stress ball that I have on my desk at the wall for a minute or two and then I get to it. And I think to myself that, yes, I can do this. You see, when you take a big project like a book and you break it down into smaller milestones, it's easier to stay focused because these milestones are reassuring. You'll hit them sooner and you'll say to yourself, yes, this is what progress looks like. And this feeling will sustain you when you want to pick the lint up out of the carpet rather than actually sitting down to do your work. So what type of smaller milestones should you consider breaking a big project down into? Well, let's say you wanted to write a book rather than trying to write an entire book just maybe try and write a chapter within that book or if you even if you're finding a chapter quite difficult just commit to writing two or three hundred words today and do a little bit more tomorrow or perhaps let's say that you've created an online course that you want to know get in front of other people so rather than emailing 50 potential customers why not just contact one or two and arrange a skype interview with them you see starting a creative project is much easier if the end is within sight And with a little momentum, you'll probably shoot past your small milestone and feel good enough about your progress to keep going. Motivate yourself with a deadline. A deadline, much like a 
guillotine positioned over your outstretched neck has a way of focusing the mind. So here's what I recommend. Set yourself an internal deadline for reaching one of those smaller milestones that I talked about. And then set a public deadline for delivering to your readers or to your customers, to your boss or your fans or whoever you're, you're working for. This is something that Elon Musk does. He sets internal deadlines at his companies like SpaceX and Tesla. And then he sets public deadlines that he tells everyone else about. And he said, I say something and then it usually happens. Maybe not on schedule, but it usually happens. Now, if you hate deadlines, don't worry. I've got some tips that can help you. This one trick sure helped me when I was struggling to finish a number of articles on time for an editor. Basically, what I suggest is get an egg timer, or you can even use the timer on your phone. Put your phone in airplane mode, but use the timer or the egg timer and turn off everything else that rings, whirs and buzzes and set the timer for just 30 minutes. Now, prepare your work and then work on one particular part of your, your creative project or your work until the buzzer sounds. Now, just work on one task. Don't try to multitask and make sure you're disconnected from the Internet. And when the buzzer sounds after 30 minutes, you can stop and you can take a break. So congratulations, you've brought intense focus to your work for just 30 minutes. And now you can reward yourself by browsing on Facebook or going for a walk or doing something else before you get back to it. Decide if it's maker or manager work. There's a difference between maker and manager work. Maker work involves tasks like writing, or painting, coding, composing, or even working on an idea for an ad campaign like David. It's anything that's creative, and this kind of work demands intense focus and energy. And maker work will drain you completely if you don't take time out to recharge. Manager work, on the other hand, involves things like reviewing your numbers, it could be hiring somebody to work on your blog, it could be outsourcing, or just simply deciding what tasks you want to do, what tasks you think others should do, or perhaps even looking at your web stats. Typically, the best success comes when you perform maker work and manager work at different times during the day because they both in day engage different parts of the brain. So for a writer, you might work on a difficult first draft in the morning, and then you might deal with your correspondence or your edits later in the afternoon or even in the evening. Similarly, an executive like David Ogilvy, who I was talking about, might prepare their business case first thing in the morning, and then they might concentrate on their meetings and phone calls later on in the day. Develop your mental muscles. The most productive people are strong enough to focus on one task for an extended period. And I say they're strong enough because this is a mental muscle you develop rather than one you take for granted. Tim Ferriss, he's the high priest of productivity aficionados everywhere. And when he's writing for his book or his blog or working on his popular podcast, Ferris almost always leaves his phone in airplane mode. He said, this is particularly crucial post-dinner all the way until I finish my morning routine the next day. So don't stop every five minutes to jam that red notification button on your Facebook app or to see if Donald Trump is trending on Twitter yet again. Because when you switch your attention from one task to another, you're engaging two different parts of the brain and splitting your cognitive attention. You see, remember that a warm sun can heat an entire field, but a single concentrated ray will start a fire.
know how and when to stop. According to a 2018 survey that I came across recently on a Statista, a stable family life is one of the best ways to avoid burnout. But that's all but impossible if you're working late at night and at the weekends or if you've, you've got young kids and you're trying to do that and also raise young kids. So what should you do? Well, I used to think that cramming in more hours each day and over the weekends felt like productivity, but I was actually deluding myself. Now I try to make a habit of doing the opposite. So when the end of the day rumbles around, what I would say to you is clarify what you're going to do tomorrow and then just prepare your work in advance. Then get up, shut down your computer and go home or just stop working or creating or writing. Cal Newport talks about this in his excellent book, Deep Work, which I'd highly recommend reading. And he actually goes as far as saying, shut down complete at the end of his working day. And he says, the final step sounds cheesy, but it provides a simple cue to your mind that it's safe to release work-related thoughts for the rest of the day. And I, I kind of like that. So maybe you don't have to say shut down complete, but perhaps there's some other way you can say to yourself that the work is done. I'd also say you should cultivate a hobby. You see, many productive people feel a little bit uneasy with downtime. When Saturday morning comes or rolls around, they start to worry about what's left undone. In 2016, a team of psychologists actually surveyed 183 workers in different industries. And what they found was those with a positive outlook on life found it easier to switch off at the weekend, while those with a negative outlook struggled. The people who carried out the survey wrote that people with a tendency to see the worst in a situation find it difficult to unwind whatever they did. So rather than bemoaning or giving out about how much you've got to do on Monday, consider what can I learn from the experience? For example, you may have an opportunity to improve your planning skills. Now, once you've done that, pick one hobby that's got nothing to do with your creative work. Comedian Steve Martin played the banjo before he brought this into his work. Actor Jim Carrey took up painting and there's a whole documentary, I think, on Netflix about it. And the writer Haruki Murakami enjoys long distance running. So you could learn to code an iPhone app or you could draw, you could master the violin, you could lift weights or you could paint. Just do something that's different to whatever it is you do as part of your, your day job. And this way, if the work or the creative work or your day job isn't going that well, you'll still have some autonomy over your daily life. And those feelings of cynicism that I talked about will melt away. And on Monday, you'll feel more refreshed than ever about your creative work. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, please leave a rating on the iTunes store. And if you want to accomplish more with your writing, please visit becomearitertoday.com forward slash join and I'll send you a free email course. Thanks for listening.